Hello, everybody. I'm Dane Curley, and this is me clicking record. Ladies and gentlemen, I have the most exciting news about the show. MC Rec is launching a companion show. Yes, we're expanding, my friends. We are expanding. We are taking over the podcasting world. Yes, we are. And how are we expanding? Well, we're going to have a live podcast before a live audience. And it doesn't stop there. You can actually attend and call in as I perform. Yes, it's using this really great new app called Call In. One word, C-A-L-L-I-N. And the new show is going to be called, ooh, I'm burping a lot here. Must be my nerves talking about this new show, how excited I am. Me clicking record call in. Yes, very inventive title. I'm going to read you the description so you know what it's all about. Because the show is a little bit different. And we're going to keep the pre-recorded show going. Don't you worry, patrons. You've been supporting the show. Uh, you can't. You shouldn't expect it to transform overnight. That wouldn't be fair. We're going to keep the pre-recorded version, and that will continue to be available everywhere podcasts are available. But we're going to have a live podcast version, and it's going to be a lot like this. So Me Clicking Record Colin is hosted by the hilariously talented writer, comedian, and entertainer, Dane Curley. Hey, folks, how are you doing tonight? And featuring the least pretentious, very best live music appreciation show of all time, Song lyrics you don't understand. Yes, MC Rec Collins is going to feature three unique live podcasting experiences. And that's just where my head is at right now. Who knows how many more live podcasting experiences I can come up with and sustain. We'll see. I do think we're going to get an influx of new patrons for this show in particular. Once people start flooding the call-in app, they're going to see this show. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you all, I'm super stoked and excited about me clicking record call-in. I'm super stoked because I think it's going to be a boon to this version of the show. And very, very likely, I, I, I hate to admit it, it's going to transcend this show in terms of viewer li- listenership rapidly, rapidly. Because one thing these podcasting apps don't do for me is they don't provide any social networking aspect, period. They don't. I have to take you know my link to Apple Podcasts and share it on Twitter. I have to take my link to Spotify and share it on, you know, Facebook, wherever. And Facebook and Twitter don't like that. They want to be paid for advertising. And that is what is what has hurt this show the most is that when people listen to it, they enjoy it, they think it's good, but it costs me a ton of money to advertise it to people to get here in the first place. The call-in app is not like that. The call-in app has social functionality built right into it. And if it sounds like I'm excited, if it sounds like I'm giving you an ad for the call-in app, you know, this is, I'm not being paid to say this. So let's, let's, let's make that clear. I'm not being paid to say this. However, I am jumping on this bandwagon of this app. No doubt about it. And my show on the app is great. We've been running it before beta testers, and they have loved it. And you know, when you're a comedian and you do an open mic, the audience is filled with comedians. Open mics are not really visited by the gen pop. They're not visited by fans of comedy. They're visited by other people who need to perform at the open mic to practice. 
So you've got all these people in an audience at an open mic that are comedians, and in their minds, most of them are pretty nervous. They're journeymen or less. They're am- totally amateur, uh, and they're not even gigging comedians. They're not even performing at any of the real clubs, right? And they're there, and they're nervous, and they're studying their material, if not blatantly holding a piece of paper in front of their faces while they're sitting in the audience, looking at their phones while they're in the audience. They're doing it in their minds. At best, Some of them have it already memorized, they're feeling confident, and they're just hanging out and relaxing, and those are people who are journeymen or pro, right? But for the most part, you've got people who are nervous. They're only half paying attention to what you're doing at best, at best. They're really not paying attention at all. You could say that that might be the case of an app in beta, especially an app that's about live podcasting. Most of the people in the audience are other podcasters who are also beta testing the app. And they are loving our show. They are loving me clicking record, Colin. In particular, they are loving this series that I mentioned, Song Lyrics You Don't Understand. I'm going to be performing that show live Monday through Thursday at 2.30 p.m. Eastern U.S. time, which is 11.30 a.m. Pacific time. So I'm hoping it, it falls on enough people's lunch break, right, that you could call in. Um, if you're a student, it's not going to matter whether you're on lunch break or not. You're just going to be able to call in ideally. But even if you're at work, you can listen to this show in your headphones. If you have that kind of job, that, that, that makes sense. But if you can't make the live show, call in, records it for me. And then I publish it and you can still listen to the show at your convenience the same way you listen to this version of the show. So it is a dual purpose app. This app is awesome. And the people at call in have attended several of my shows, if not all of them, the staff at call in has been very, very responsive to my beta testing feedback and you know my, my interest as a creator. And not only that, but they have sent me a microphone setup that's particular, makes it much more easy for me to record through my phone because the app is phone-based. And I don't know if you know this, but when I record me clicking record on uh, a desktop, I'm using a lot of bulky equipment. I have a full tall microphone stand, a big old condenser mic that requires 48 volts to be powered. And that goes through an audio interface. The audio interface then goes to my desktop computer, which needs to have a lot of juice, a lot of computing power. CPU needs to be really good to process all of this in real time because I'm using a non-linear, a non-linear editor, NLE. Uh, I use Adobe Audition. There's a bunch of different programs out there. And that's recording me in real time, saving every change that I make. When I when I click stop and I'm done recording, I can make all my different little nitty-gritty changes. And it'll always keep a master file saved so I can revert any individual changes that I need to revert. So it takes a lot of processing power. And I can't get all of that electricity and wires in through my phone. So they sent me something that could could connect to my phone. They sent me a smaller condenser microphone that doesn't require 48 volts of power. They sent me a smaller desk stand for my microphone, a portable stand that I could bring anywhere I go if I want to record on the road, a pop filter to, to stop the spit from going in that's small and fits that, that apparatus. I mean, they gave me all the wires that I needed to get it into my phone and to split it so that I can use a condenser microphone and any pair of headphones I wanted. So... The people at the call-in app are supporting me clicking record call-in. They even sent me an image file to use to make my, my, uh, my cover, I don't know, album cover, podcast cover, the artwork for the podcast, the icon of the podcast, to make it look more official. They sent me the call-in logo. I, I requested it, and they were like, yeah, absolutely. I wasn't sure if it was going to be, you know, 
greenlit by them. They want me to be successful. They think my show is good. And, and that is something that I haven't encountered in the world before. A company that is creating a whole new environment for creators is showing me real support. So I cannot put into words how excited I am about this platform. Now, I'm a little concerned that the platform is only going to be available on iOS, on Apple phones. So that is a fair warning there. I'm not sure how quickly they will roll out an Android version, if it will come you know, at launch, because at beta, it's just Apple. So I don't even know if it's coming at launch or not, uh, or when it's coming, if ever. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm just not in the know on that. But if you have an Apple phone, you can attend the show. And there are all these social aspects. While you're listening to the show, you can share it directly with other people on the call-in app, or you can send it out to any of the, uh, the other social networks. But even better than that, you can highlight parts of the show that you love, which right now you can't do that. If you want to save a memory of a certain one minute, two minute, up to 10 minute slot of the show, of the podcast, let's say you called in and you want to save that part, you can highlight that and it'll show up on the show's feed as well as a highlight. And that I think is tremendous. It's a huge advantage to the vi potential viral virality? virality of the show. The ability of the show to go viral is going to be exponentialized. <laughs> I was going to say exponentiated, but then exponentialized. It's going to be exponential. It's going to be potentiated. Exponentiated is exponential growth in potential, I think. I made it up, but it sounds good. Let me tell you about the show. Song lyrics you don't understand. Monday through Thursday, 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, it invites callers to pick any song and have me sing and interpret the lyrics for them in real time. And everyone is enjoying the show. They're calling in with either an old song that they hadn't heard in a while but they really liked or just a song that they love. It could be new, any genre, any era, any topic. I go through it. I pull up the lyrics. We deep dive it. I check the Wikipedia. And let me tell you, it's seamless. It's working fantastic due to this app. Somebody calls, they get on a caller queue. I let them on. Uh, I talk to them. And in the future, when they're not all beta testers, there might be a few trolls. But then I just mute them and kick them out because I'm, I'm the host. It's not like a free-for-all. It's a real show that you attend. I, I'm so excited by it. Another show I'm doing is called Politicking Time Bomb. I'm going to do that on Mondays and Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, just 10 a.m. Pacific time. And that show, Politicking Time Bomb, is about ditching the media personalities and sharing real-world political opinions among ourselves. Nobody's going to get canceled for being on this show. You, you could have a totally different opinion from me, or you could reinforce my opinion. You can make me sound smarter. You can make me sound dumb or smart. I don't care. Join in live, call in to speak your side, and we're all going to have a respectful discourse on political and cultural issues as just real Americans. And maybe there's some global citizens will attend as well. And then finally, it's just a working title, but the other show I'd like to do is going to be called the MC Rec Melee. Yeah, the Melee. It's going to be a freestyle, anything goes comedic kind of talk show. And you're going to call in and be a part of the show if you want. Or you could listen to the other callers. There's no pressure. It's a beautiful thing. And wherever my mind goes, as you know how it wanders from being a listener of me clicking record, the pre-recorded version, the flagship original, you know that my mind takes us into unique and interesting places. 
And now you can be a part of that or other people can be a part of that and we can riff together. And I think it's going to only strengthen the show, to be honest. And then, you know, for that for that comedic show, PC language police are not invited. So, yeah, it's all going to be under the same umbrella. All those shows, me clicking record, call in. And as soon as the app launches, you're going to be the first to know. And you're going to. You're going to support me, I hope, please. Please, dear Lord, you got to support me, guys. I need this to be successful. We've been grinding out episodes. There's 32 episodes. There's just, there's just not enough listeners, okay? Okay? No, it's going to be a lot of fun. It already is fun, and there's not a lot of people in the audience. The beta audience is very small. Once these floodgates open, oh, man, it's going to be a game changer. It really is going to be a game changer. I'm so excited. I did one episode of Politicking Time Bomb already, and that was about getting my vaccine passport here in New York City. And I had a caller on that show, which was great. And he was very concerned about how the vaccines would, well, affect retail was his main concern. Businesses, more businesses are going to close. We already went through that last year. And he had some really reasonable concerns. And I spoke with him for... About 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. It's nice. It's fun to hear what other people are thinking. You know, because from my perspective, I wasn't focused on retail. I did talk about it a bit on the show. Because I, you know, some movie theaters, how many of their patrons are, you know, what I talk about on that episode in detail, as you'll hear, is some people, right? Some businesses, rather, can more easily adapt to having customers outdoors. So some restaurants don't have enough real estate outside on the curb to do that. Or maybe they've got trees out in front of their restaurant, right? Which makes it hard for them to place tables. Other restaurants have wide open space in front of their restaurant and the sidewalk is extra wide. So that's an unfair advantage, obviously. Even if they have the same length of storefront, it's an unfair advantage. So I was concerned about that, but then generally, you know, he's like, well kind of got me thinking about what about different neighborhoods? What about neighborhoods that have low vaccination rates within New York City? Like, you know, on one hand, it could encourage people to get vaccinated. On the other hand, people could just be resolved that they don't want it. And those businesses will suffer greatly if they were otherwise okay with allowing people in with masks. Now you can't get in with just a mask. You must have a vaccine as of August 16th in New York City per Mayor Bill de Blasio. Dill, Dill de Blasio? Pickle de Blasio. So that was a very fun discussion. It was very fun to have a caller. It was exciting for me, honestly. I, ho- I mean, oh, I know I'm blowing this whole podcast. I'm being excited, uh, excited about this other podcast <laughs> that we're launching, but it's the same show. It's just going to be, you know, a way to, to sort of organize the show to keep certain, and and I don't want to move this show to call in because then many of you won't be able to continue listening on the platforms that you like to listen to. So this show is going to continue to go strong. So my next episode for a politicking time bomb is going to be about um, for or against U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. That's just been so on my mind because holy botch job, Batman, the Taliban is pretty much reclaimed every major city except for the capital. I mean, and they're saying that the capital could fall within 90 days, that it could be, quote, isolated within 30 days and taken over within 90 days. That's frightening. Man, wow. But 
you know, for me, I think the withdrawal was premature. I think we should have bargained a more stable peace deal before leaving between the civil war, right? So we're one piece of it. And we basically were, although we, we the United States in, sort of instigated the war, um, even that could be argued, I guess, because we were trying to put an end to harboring Al-Qaeda. But, excuse me, taking a sip of soda here. But then we, you know, came in there and ousted the Taliban. And uh, now there's an Afghanistan government. And it's much more democratic. But now that we're pulling out so quickly, the Afghan gov government, as it turns out, was not prepared at all to stave off the Taliban, who are now empowered because they don't have an American adversary there. And they're just fighting straight up against other Afghanis. And it's been a disaster. And so I'm excited to take callers to hear the different opinions because I really think that there's no one-size-fits-all answer for Afghanistan. But, you know, I want to hear people tell me why I'm wrong that we should have stayed given how fast, how rapidly the Democrats are being crushed by the Taliban. And by the way, the Taliban don't let you even read Every, we know that they enforce Islam upon everyone. They enforce it. You don't have a choice. You must be Muslim. Sharia law. And not only that, but you can't even read certain books. That's right. So we are talking about a government that bans books by swaths. Swaths of books are banned. Anything remotely anti-Sharia cannot be read. And so I'm reading right now that what are people doing in provinces that are too close to Taliban control and that may be falling soon? Well, guess what? The women are buying burqas. Yeah, that's real. And the men and women are hiding books. So, yeah, there's a lot not to like about a U.S. withdrawal, I think. But, you know, world police, people don't like war being us being the world police. But we'll see how this if this enables more Islamic terrorism to exist within Taliban-y borders if they're controlled by the Taliban. Okay, so that's the next show coming up. I'm going to do that show on Monday. And then, um, yeah, of course, there's going to be another song lyrics you don't understand show coming up. Yeah, we'll be on our sixth episode. So I've done five. Man, they're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. The calling in is tremendous. It's tremendous. It's the best show of all time. It's the best live podcasting experience of all time. And I set a goal for myself. I set a goal. I have to be worth, within any reasonable amount of time, 5% of what Howard Stern is worth, which is 12.5% of what Joe Rogan is worth. If I can be worth 5% of a Howard Stern, I'm set for life. That's not an unreasonable target. I'm not asking for 7%, just 5%. Can it be done? Support me. Let's find out together. It's not going to get done on our current business model, <laughs> which I'm very ever grateful for because although they did sponsor me and get me that mic, I decided that in order to make the show even better, I had to spend some money on a, a, uh, a mobile phone specific mixer, which is really going to be awesome because one thing I'm unable to do on the call-in app right now is 
have any sort of like music played on the show the way I play you guys my theme song and my closing song, I want to be able to do that live too. So I have to have some kind of mixer that allows me to interface, you know, MP3s with my uh, microphone and my headphones while everything's plugged in simultaneously and be able to stream music directly to you in a way that it sounds nice and it sounds professional. So it really is going to become like a live radio show, except it's kind of like the same way YouTube started killing TV and introduced streaming. Um, I really think this call-in app is going to start to really kill radio. I mean, we already know that podcasts are super becoming more and more and more popular, but now that we're going to have this live aspect and you're not going to have to have your own studio and you're not going to have to be produced by Gimlet Media or whoever, some big, you know, production NPR to have a great sounding podcast. Now that you're going to be able to do that from home on your app, this is a game changer for people like me. Really, it is. I'm super stoked about it. Thanks for listening to this absurdly long plug for the new show, Me Clicking Record, Colin. I hope you pick up the app, Colin, if you're able. Again, it may only be on iOS at launch. Uh, I'm not on their marketing team to know. But if you're able to get it, grab it as soon as you can. It's going to be super exciting for you. The, to get to this early content ahead of everyone else and to join live shows ahead of other people while the lines, while the cues are still small, have your voice be heard. It's going to be fan freaking tastic And of course, you can subscribe to me clicking record call-in once you get the app. And you can follow me as an individual on the app. And that's really cool too because you can see all the times and future times where I appear on other people's shows. So... You know, it's not me clicking record, but I was on comedian Kirk Fox's show called Little Piles of Crazy. And I was on he and his wife's show called Beauty and the Beast. And I had a great time there. And you can see that on that I was on those shows through my own timeline. Following Dane Curley. And by the way, Kirk Fox is on a hit show right now streaming on Hulu. It's FX shows on Hulu. There's a lot of esteemed company when you're an FX show. I mean, they 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 have some of the greats. FX had two of my favorite comedies, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and Louie. And now Reservation Dogs is the show that Kirk is on. He's co-starring on that. And he had me on his show. I called into his show. Um, and then he came on to my show. And then I went back on he and his wife's show. And so that's been a fantastic uh, friendship made here in beta. And, you know... Man, didn't think I would have uh, actors and comedians on the show ever. But it's already beginning. And Reservation Dogs, by the way, I watched the first two episodes because that's all that they're doing like week to week. I like I like it better myself when they release everything all at once, but they're just doing week to week releases. So there's only two episodes out. Yeah, by the way, it's a, it's a really good show. Taika Waititi is uh, one of the brain brains behind that. And it takes place on a reservation in Oklahoma. Indian Reservation, Abvi. But anyway, it's a good show. And and I get to hang out with people like that. And I think the show is going to take off. So thank you all to my you know, loyal listeners here at Me Clicking Record. And I hope you join me over there very much. Peace out, everybody. One, two, three. This is a podcast. Dane Noodles, this is a podcast. It's a podcast, Dane. This is a Noodles cast. And we like sex.